0: Hey everyone, welcome to Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. I am Becky and joining me for this episode is Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. Hi. I feel like it's been forever since you and I sat down and did a quick shot.
1: Yeah, it has been like quite a while.
0: (laughs) Um, But I am so excited with the book that we are talking about today.
1: Me too. I'm so excited you read it. Well, this
0: was one of your top reads of 2023, correct? It was. It was
1: also one of the only books, if not the only book I read the day it
0: came out. Okay. Um, So on this episode of A Quick Shot of Romance, we are reviewing Anger Bang by Avery Flynn. We'll link the synopsis of this book on our on-the-shelf show notes at buzzingaboutromance.com. The release date on this is June 27th of 2023. It is close proximity... Friends with Benefits, it takes place around a wedding, rom-com, uh, grumpy sunshine, and our heroine, she's kind of shy. Yeah, I would say. Very the- introverted heroine.
1: Yeah, and I think that's one of the things that kind of makes the book is that she is stepping so far out of her character yeah. with this story, and it
0: sets the stage for the situational comedy very well. Absolutely. Uh, so this series is called The Downside of Dating. It's a standalone series. Um, put out percentage. It was actually pretty high. I forgot to write it down. I think it was like twenty. Yeah, it's in the first quarter of the book. It's very um I mean I wrote it here. On. Hold on, I have it. Anger Bang was thirty percent. Um and then the audiobook. So I did the audiobook. Did you do the audio book? I did. The audiobook is read by Kristen Lee and Lance Greenfield, and they did a phenomenal job. Like, I don't know how they didn't laugh on tracks in this book.
1: I don't know how they didn't either, but also, like, it is... And Lucy Eden talked about this in Book Club a little bit, but, like, it's really hard for a narrator to get the punchlines... Right. The comedic timing, yeah, yeah. The comedic timing is it like they did a phenomenal job of keeping that and adding to like. I feel like they added so much depth to the story and like their tone of both of these characters as they're going through. Uh, they, the audio is really good.
0: <laughs> the audio was phenomenal, and actually, Kristen Lee was really stand out for me in this audio, because and we'll talk a little bit more about our heroine. Thea Pope, but she has a quietness about her, Um, but she has these like rambling monologues in her voice, or in her head, and sometimes when an audiobook narrator does that, there isn't an ebb and flow to the banter then, because they're so stuck in the character's head that you just, you kind of get lost in their words. Kristen Lee did such a good job about putting emotion into those monologues that it did really great. I just thought it was a really great performance. It really was.
1: Um, And Lance did a really good job as Cade. (laughs) Like Cade is kind of like, I don't know. He was kind of grumpy, but also so funny. Like, well, but I don't think he's funny on purpose. No, he's like a sarcastic. He's got like a almost sarcastic. I don't know how to describe him exactly. Like, he's got a somewhat dry pessimistic wit. view of light. Yeah, it's dry, just dry wit, wit for it. Sure. Um. And it winds up making him really funny.
0: Like, you just want to laugh at him because it's like you are being so ridiculous. So ridiculous. <laughs> um. So there's, is there a third act? Break in this book. No, because they're not really together. But it is an absolute dark moment. Yeah. But also the perfect dark moment for Thea because it's a train wreck, and sister is a hot stinky mess of trainness. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, like, let's set the stage a little bit. Like, first of all, the the setting of majority of the book it's set in Harbor City. Thea and her three. She, Thea's got two friends, and then. um She is leaving Harbor City to go to her sister's destination wedding at a literal stinky ranch. Like, the ranch smells gross.
0: It's called the Stinky Creek Ranch (laughs) in swampy Montana or something.
1: Like... (laughs) Yeah, it's Wyoming and it's like... Wyoming. But yeah, it's like Wyoming. So she's going to... Her sister is a reality
0: TV star who is getting married.
1: Their entire wedding is filmed.
0: Well, she's more than just a reality TV star. The sister actually was in, like, one of the teen, like, dramas, like the OC kind of teen dramas.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, oh, and they were both child actors. Right. And she and Theo were both child actors. Thea left and became a paleontologist. Thus, the cute dinosaur cover. Yes. Girl
1: is obsessed with dinosaurs. I, I will say, like, what got me on this book is one like the concept of anger bang like the fact that that was the title I was waiting for this book to come out for like eight months before it came out just because of the title and then when she released the cover with the t-rex I was like oh boy and it came out seven days after my birthday so I was like how can I not because like it's a tradition for me to do something dinosaur-like around my birthday
0: yeah well (laughs) and Thea has a periodactyl tattoo I I love her. (laughs) She's so quirky and so funny. And you know what? Honestly, she was the perfect Avery Flynn heroine. These are the type of heroines I expect when I read an Avery Flynn book. And we've talked about this a little bit. Some of the previous books, the last four or five books that we've gotten out of Avery Flynn, you and I haven't really loved. No. They... Like, everything that's in this book is, like, classic
1: Avery Flynn. She's tried different tropes, different genres. Um, Just haven't loved them. Like, they just haven't clicked for me. But it's Avery Flynn. And because I have, like, when I do love her books, I really, really love yeah. them. Like, some of my most memorable reads have been Avery Flynn. So, like, I was... Very willing to try anger.
0: (laughs) Well, and actually I had made the decision that after uh, her witch book that I was going to break up. Like maybe I just liked that era, the previous era of Avery Flynn and what she was now. It just wasn't for me. And you loved this book so much. You were like, just read it. And I read it and I'm so glad I did because this quirky, fun heroine with all these depths and self-deprecating humor and the fact that the opening scene is basically her in therapy and her therapist telling her that there are more than just placating people so that you, you know, as a response. That you have other response mechanisms and that you have to start using some of the other ones to stick up for yourself. Because Thea is a childhood star with a very stage mother, Um And, but Thea doesn't want to be in this wedding. And also her sister almost didn't invite her to the wedding.
1: Yeah, that kind of becomes the catalyst. Like her sister. So once they're at the wedding, what kind of spirals the entire plot into motion they're having like one of the bridesmaids gatherings and Thea is there and her sister kind of snaps at her and is like, yeah, I didn't even want you here. The producers wanted you here. So that's the only reason you're invited. And that's when Thea is just like, oh, boy, does she unleash her inner villain? <laughs>
0: like- well, she does. And then we have our hero, um, Mr. Cade St. James, who is the brother of the groom. Also the best man. He doesn't drink, so there's always Sprite in his flask, which I thought was so great. Um,
1: I liked that, though, because we don't get heroes that don't drink very often. And there is a trend in romance books where we see a lot of, like, borderline toxic drinking behavior with the ma- the male to deal with emotions. So I yeah. liked that we got a hero who had to actually face the circumstances he was dealing with. Well, I really liked
0: that. And he has a family history. Um, and that plays part into this book, too, with his mother and their kind of tumultuous relationship. He's been no contact with his mother for like 15 years. And, it, and the mother's at the wedding. And I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but dude is grouchy. And he wants to do everything he can to ruin the wedding because he doesn't want his brother to marry the the bride, because he thinks she's a terrible human being, and the bride hates Cade, hates him. Cade is also convinced that it is a fake marriage. Right, right. He's convinced that this is just a PR stunt, and that this wedding, no real feelings are involved, and nothing matters, and that basically his brother's going to get his heart broken. Yeah.
1: In a very public way, because I think he's also a TV star and they've starred in some movies together um, and they've been working together beyond just him and Kate's brother and the bride. So yeah. the two movie stars that are getting married, so they've one been working of, together.
0: One of the best things about this wedding is because it's a reality TV wedding, there is a theme to the wedding. And the theme of this wedding is '80s at a ranch. At an '80s wedding. at a ranch.
1: Like my brain tries to comprehend it, and I can't. I just laugh. Well,
0: the way that, laugh. the way that Avery <laughs> describes the fashion and some of the situations, like there's a bridal party gathering, a wedding party gathering on the opening night, that's in footloose style in the barn. And they're all expected (laughs) to dance footloose style in the barn um, in their 80s gear. And then they go on a hike wearing, like, the 80s leotards, the shimmery leotards. And um, the dudes are wearing members-only jackets.
1: Oh, and they go on, like, a horseback ride.
0: Like, it's just very it's very funny it is so funny and so so quirky and these two honestly these two bang a lot they
1: do honestly I can't blame them but so the reality tv component makes it interesting because Thea outside of this is actually trying to get a promotion at work so she becomes like very aware once she makes the proposal that gets aired on TV, like all of this gets aired on TV. So she starts like one of her fears is that she's going to lose her promotion at work and lose her opportunities because of who she is and what's happening in this TV show. And Oh my God, her coworkers can watch it. And
0: she's so worried about not being taken seriously by the people at work. And, but she's also sneaking off into closets and having angry sex, hate sex with the best man while the TV cameras are, like, outside the door. The
1: microphones are everywhere.
0: Everywhere. And they seem to wander off and inevitably, like, right as they're done doing their thing, somebody's knocking on a door or finding them. Um, And I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but the wedding dress, the description of the wedding dress and the bridesmaids dresses, I was dying dying because it was so 80s betsy johnson feel to it
1: I loved it i loved all of it like the ridiculousness the situational comedy like the banter thea and so thea and cade they have phenomenal banter throughout they start off being like we're doing names only that's it right and no names kissing only yeah names only and no kissing and then as the week progresses They just wind up through multiple situations, just getting to know each other. Like the fact that Cade's mom comes, like there are things that inevitably you wind up, they wind up learning about each other. And then they wind up talking about it and banging it out. Of course (laughs) they did, Um, but basically like throughout the week, like they start to actually grow fond of each other like as they learn more about each other they have no idea where each other lives they have no idea like really anything about the day-to-day like they don't even know what each other's jobs are for a long time like i don't think she knows what his job is until like the very end of the week and he only finds out because like she has like a meltdown where she like stresses about losing her promotion at work yeah and she she tells him a little bit about her stuff, and then she's like, "Well, you have to tell me about your stuff. Like, what are you like outside of like this caricature that I'm getting for our fan fest?" But, um,
0: and he's like, "No, that's not how it works. I'm not telling you." Right? They were it's so funny. Like, <laughs> they were so funny and so great together. The pacing of this book too was so fast. Like, it was so like it's a one seating kind of audiobook like it just flows and there was never a moment like did we really need that everything works to its advantage it's so well done um and what i really one of the things i really like too is kate is grouchy but he has a reason for being grouchy yeah and um and thea is a little bit of sunshine and a bit of a people pleaser And together they work because he almost is like, basically, stop doing that. Like, he continues to push her to be better, even though they're kind of in this boundless, ruleless relationship.
1: Yeah, and I think that works for them. Like, the blatant honesty they develop from the offset just
0: works. Um, Also, just so we all know, I read the epilogue. And not because I needed it. Because at the end of this book, when it says the end, it was phenomenal. I knew these two were going to be together forever. But I just needed the epilogue. And boy, was I glad I read the epilogue.
1: Everything is so funny. Like, if you need a laugh, you just need to read this book. Because everything is just hilarious. And then I do believe we're getting...
0: the second book. Are they doing... Is she doing The Friends? That's what I think. I think... So in the... So if you're in the U.S. Kindle Unlimited, Anger Bang is in Kindle Unlimited U.S. Um, I believe the blurb for the next book is in the Kindle Unlimited uh, book. I don't know. We've seen the cover. Um, I don't know if um, the cover... Is out there, but it's like a Barbie in a champagne glass, right? I think so. And um, it's pink. Walk of shame. No, so the cover has not been updated yet on um on uh on Amazon yet. We've seen it because she came to book club in December. Um, and it's Astrid's story and walk of shame. It is oh my god. Okay, so like, let's talk about book club. So like book club,
1: we did loud and I was like, yes, love loud That was a long time ago. Now, like, okay, if you like loud let's talk about anger bang because Becky was like, want to do a quick shot of Loudmouth, and I was like, let's do a quick shot of anger bang. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, you did. And and I do Loudmouth because that's the Ice Knights series, the three book Ice Knight series mm-hmm. that is Parental Guidance, Awkward, which Awkward, and then Loudmouth. And I love those three books. And those three books are in line with Anger Bang. They are. But Anger Bang, I will say, is probably my favorite Avery
1: Flynn. um. Yeah, for me because well, I like awkward. it's got so many of like the little I like that one too. But there's like so many little things that just like I love like the outdoorsiness of like where they are, the situational comedy, the fact that she's a paleontologist. Like I just love I love her quirkiness too. Yeah, like
0: I just really liked the uh, it's really well done. Um, so if you have a book you think we should review for a quick shot of romance, send us an email at the bees at bookcaseandcoffee.com. Lindsay, thank you so much for pushing me to read Anger Bang and coming on and talking about it with me. Yeah, thanks for reading it with me. Until next time, everyone. Happy reading.
1: Find us on Instagram at buzzingaboutromance or on Twitter at buzzingromance.